Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we're looking at prayer everywhere in the Bible for the purpose of building our own lives of prayer. We've been looking at the prayers of the Apostle Paul found in Scripture, and today I'm reading from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 9 through 13. The Apostle Paul wrote these words, For what thanksgiving can we return to God for you, for all the joy that we feel for your sake before our God, as we pray most earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith? Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you, and may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints." We again see the Apostle Paul praying for people with thanksgiving. Uh, This is typical of his prayers for the Christians in the churches to whom he wrote, that he would begin by giving thanks for them. Uh, He prays with joy and with gratitude for them. He notes in verse 10 that we pray most earnestly night and day. And he says we're praying not just that we may visit you, but he, re- he writes these words, We pray most earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith. His hope was to visit the Thessalonians, not just to see them, but to help them in their growth in faith. And then verses 11 through 13 give us what I think we could call a benedictory prayer. Uh, a benediction or a benedictory prayer often includes the word may. May our God do this. And he's, he writes here, Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And then he notes how he's asking the Lord, trusting the Lord, hoping that the Lord will work in the Thessalonians when he writes, May the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you. This is an important reminder as you're praying for people to pray for the love of God to be fully manifest in their lives, that their love would grow, that their love would increase, love for God, love for other believers. This is one of the highest marks possible of Christian maturity. Jesus' great new commandment given us in John 13 was that we love one another. And he said, by this, all people would know that we are his followers by our love for one another. Our love for others is called the royal law in James chapter 2. And so we should pray for love to increase in ourselves and in others. It's a vital part, a vital part of our spiritual growth. And when this is happening, Paul continues, so that he, referring to God, may establish your hearts blameless and holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus. There is no holiness without love. If we want to grow in holiness, we'll be growing in love, love for God, love for one another. And as Jesus said, we're even to love our enemies. Love is a fruit of the Spirit without which there is no real growth in Christian maturity. 
And then Paul concludes this benedictory section, uh, noting that we should uh, grow to be blameless in holiness before God at the coming of our Lord Jesus. He again is reminding the Thessalonians that Jesus is going to return, and he's stressing the importance of being found blameless in holiness at the return of Christ. Paul, in this important section, notes his prayer for the Thessalonians, his desire to see them, to help them grow in faith, and he stresses the importance of growing in love in order to be found blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ.